0: Hi everyone, it's Kevin Jackson again with the Nivek Pro Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about an animation that I worked on over the summer called Agwe. Agwe is about an Afro-Caribbean priestess who tries to warn her tribe about impending danger, but the leader of the tribe rejects her premonitions and Agwe must find the power within herself to stop this danger. So this animation is written and directed by Ina Saderovo, and she recruited me to be the animation director. So let me just tell you a little bit about this project. This project, first of all, is a part of a program called JAFTA Propella. Now, JAFTA stands for the Jamaica Jamaica Film and Television Association, and Propella is one of their script-to-screen programs basically members of that association will submit treatments when the program call is open and a, well, a blind submission is done first of all, that that part is important, so nobody knows who submits what um, except the, I think the administrator who curates the things then sends them to the judges. And at that point, 10 persons are selected these 10 persons have to go through an interview process and then it's whittled down to five and then these five persons get funding to create their short films after they go through a series of workshops for writing and i believe directing anyway so Agwe was a part of this program in 2017 it got to the stage of being in the top 10 but it didn't make it to the top five stage and in 2018, it made it into the top five stage, so it got funding, and the animation got made despite all the odds. So let me give you a little bit of backstory. Well, that was a part of the backstory, but let me just go a little bit deeper. So the director, Ina Saterova, she is Bulgarian, but she's been living living in Jamaica for the past three to four years, and she's had this story. she says she's had this story in her head for some time just stuck in her head and it wasn't until she reached Jamaica that this story really came to life now Ina approached me in 2017 about this project and at the time I did not take it on I didn't take it on for several reasons Um, you know I was just busy (laughs) Um, and animation is very difficult like I really didn't think it could be done in that short space of time especially with such a small budget. So I turned down the opportunity the first time around. This year, Ina approached me again, and I was hesitant. I was very, very hesitant at first because, again, you know, animation takes long, and the, the budget, the budget was small. So I didn't want to take it on at first, but I know how... How, how much this project meant to Ina, know how hard she's been working to try to get it done. So I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to help her out, but I'm not going to help her out through the entire project. I'm just going to help her out in the beginning stages so that she can get into the top five. She got into the top five and, you know, she still didn't have an alternative animation director. So I decided, all right, I'm going to stay on board, but I'm not going to be their day-to-day helping out Uh, yeah well you know what they say about plans right so what ended up happening is I became the animation director and the first thing we did was recruiting like one of the key things that I had said to Ina was that if we're going to make this thing work we're going to have to start our pre-production and production ahead of everyone else in this program right that meant that whereas normally the other con- the other participants would start their production in about june or july july usually we would have to start our production much earlier so we started pre-production even before she knew that she was going to be in the top five and That was in march you know we had to recruit the team um you know we got a lot of talented people talented artists talented animators uh but as usual when putting together a team you know like pretty much half the team dropped out right there were people who were there with us in the beginning and they were helping us fleshing out the story trying to optimize the story so that it was you know, not too complicated. Because the key to making this animation work was to ensure that it was not complicated. If it was too complicated, it just would not get done. One of our biggest challenges was finding background artists that could rise to the level of animation aesthetic that we wanted. And that was incredibly difficult. I had to ask around, you know, I had to interview people, I had to look at portfolios, I had to give people tests and nobody was really matching the quality that we wanted until a lecturer at UTech, Peralta Makinov, he told me about two students that he knew of that had really good background skills. So I said, okay, fine, I will come and interview these guys because, um, you know, I owed UTech an internship anyway. So went, Ina and I interviewed the two and we loved the background work that they, they they had produced, you know, so we definitely took them on a team, and we did a couple of tests with them, and they did really 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 well the If you see the backgrounds in Agwe, they are magical um, but yeah, it was a really difficult to find a background artist. It was difficult to find character artists as well. We had one character artist, davan easy, really talented character and designer, very, very talented character designer from from. GSW Animation Studio, but he got sick and could not continue doing the characters, so we had to find alternatives. Uh, luckily enough, uh, there was Justin Hernandez. He is a very good character designer as well. Um, interestingly enough, at first Ina did not like his designs. They looked a little bit too cartoonish, um, you know. According to her, you know, they had a, too much of a Disney feel, and she was going for more. Of an adult feel uh, but the thing is Justin's an artist so he was able to adopt the style eventually and then we brought on board a one of my students a Leah Thompson from the VTDI vocational training development Institute that's under heart at the moment with yeah um, she did the other characters you know the the background characters and she did a pretty amazing job adopting the style as well she worked really hard this style is not the type of style that she's typically used to so she really stepped up and put in the work Um, in terms of the animators we had to pull animators from everywhere uh you know we had animators from gsw animation both past and present animators Uh, we had you know, one girl who, she's Jamaican, lives overseas studying um, animation. She was here at the time. She contributed. We even had a lecturer from UTech, uh, two lecturers from UTEC, contribute as well. And yeah, it was an interesting project. Now, the project faced a lot of challenges financially. The propeller gives you about five hundred thousand Jamaican dollars that is about four thousand maybe four thousand five hundred US and we were producing an eight minute short now that is not a lot considering things like Peppa Pig cost five thousand pounds a minute you know so imagine with less money than that we were doing eight minutes the we had a plan we had a plan the plan was to partner with this apprenticeship program that we heard about that was coming on board that would partially be paying the animators so we thought combined with our budget and the apprenticeship budget we should be able to pay these animators a decent salary but that apprenticeship program did not get off the ground so we were we were kind of worried and we had not found a location to do the animation yet You know, the apprenticeship program was a part of the plan to get a studio where people could animate together. Uh, And I strictly wanted this because I knew that having people animate in, you know, remotely would not work because everyone has different computers and, you know, people would not be able to feed off of each other. And it is much easier, much smoother when people can feed off of each other, especially for a project that does not have assets yet. We had to create the assets from scratch. Uh, Well luckily the VTDI, Vocational Training Development Institute, I spoke with them about using their facilities and they said yes. Of course this was an exchange for giving their students internship because it's a requirement for their students to get an internship. So three students from the VTDI took up the call to do an internship on that project and they all did fabulously. Uh, hats off to vtdi anyway that apprenticeship program not happening was definitely a struggle because one of the things that i insisted on was that the crew be fed you know and i insisted on this because vtdi um is far away from 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 food they have a canteen but after certain hours that canteen is locked And, you know, I just thought with the little bit of pay that they were going to be getting from this budget, you know, we should at least feed them. You know, a fed crew is a happy crew. That's my philosophy. Anyway, a miracle happened and we did get a little bit of extra money, so we were able to pay them a little bit more. But I still have to give hats off to everybody who worked on this project, the animators, the illustrators, the sound designer, Tamara. Um, you know everybody hopefully I'm not leaving anyone out but they worked so hard even knowing that you know they weren't going to get paid that much they were just really excited to be working on this project which was a good story and the animation was going to step things up another level for Jamaica anyway let me skip to pre-production and talk about how we approached doing Agwe. So normally, I like to work with a finished script. Once that script is finished, we would move on to the storyboard and start getting the voicing done or at least have scratch audio. And then, you know, we would combine the storyboard and the scratch audio to create animatics. Animatics that we could use to time the animation and give to the animator so that they would know you know, how long their scenes would be and what they need to do in each scene. Um, The other thing, you know, that I like to get done at the same time are background designs, character designs, all of these things can, can happen all at the same time, you know, to speed things up. With Propeller, it is a requirement that after you've been selected, you must go through a script writing workshop and after getting advice from the script writing supervisor, you have to make changes to the story. And the story did need changes, right? Uh, because there were a lot of elements in the story, because this story is a part of a bigger story. It's supposed to be a feature length animation, but we were whittling it down to a 10 minute animation to fit the format of Propeller. Now, that was definitely difficult for, for Ina, and hats off to her for all the writing and rewriting that she had to do. But it definitely did not make our lives easier. The storyboard artist had to constantly be changing the storyboard, which is not ideal, but we had to work it this way because we knew the script would change. But at the same time, we still needed the storyboards to guide us so that we could start production earlier than everyone else. If we waited till, you know, June, to start doing our animation, we would have, we would not have finished on time. Anyway, hats off to George Hay. George Hay, amazing artist. He did our storyboard, and the storyboards were amazing, extremely helpful. Uh, you know, we definitely could not have done the project without that storyboard. And lovely, we posted the storyboard on the wall, and it was an amazing aesthetic in the room. You know, every morning you could just get up and walk past this stuff. Or if you, if you had any doubts about anything, you could just walk past the storyboard and feel things out. Of course, you know, the storyboard was shared with everyone. But looking on it on a computer and looking on it on the wall, two different things. Anyway, um, eventually the script got finalized, thank God. And we, you know, were able to tighten up the storyboard. We had, you know, different consultants look at it, help us figure out what to cut down because, you know, we we still needed to cut stuff down so that we could make this animation manageable. We used the storyboard to decide, you know, what animations we were going to reuse to ensure that, you know, we sped sped things up, how we were going to use the reuse the backgrounds, you know, a lot of things. And, you know, there were lots of scares because some backgrounds were taking forever, right? One of the big challenges about doing um, animation, especially if the director is not an animator themselves, is trying to pull the imagination of the director out of her head and putting it on paper so that everyone knows what she's seeing. And we managed to do that. You know, it was not an easy process, but we managed to do that. Anyway, animation started late. It started in about May. Um... We, so we were animating through May, June, July, and August. So practically four slash, call it five months of, of, of um, animation, because there was a little bit of animation going on before. But call it four months of intense animation with a very, very small crew. I think we had maybe at most five animators, maybe six, right? The rest were illustrators doing props characters and so on um the what i can say is we had many many scares because we really didn't think we were going to finish in time Uh, you know because even coming up to the deadline there were still so many scenes left to be done but and then we could no longer use the vtdi because school was starting back so we had everyone had to animate at home and then that got scary because persons' tune boom stopped working or their computer stopped working or when they rendered a, a scene, the colors were different and we had to do all manners of things to you know get the color to, 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 to match up. And color correcting in post was not working. So, yeah, it was a lot of stress, a lot of stress. I mean, I would love to go into more details, but I don't want to make this podcast too long. But the point is that we got it done, and it has screened at the Trinidad and Tobago Film Festival and Anime Caribe. It had screened at the Porty Film Festival in Portland, Jamaica, home of, of movies like Cocktails uh, with Tom Cruise uh, and Club Paradise with Robin Williams. Yeah, we, we showed it in Portland. And it was amazing. And we had a private cast and crew screening just the other day at Haven. And the animation is pretty good. I'm not gonna say it doesn't have its flaws. It definitely has its flaws. I'm not gonna say that this is up there with Disney or Breadwinner, right? But this was a really good animation, something to be very proud of. I think Jamaica really pushed itself with this animation. Uh, And I'm proud of the results for sure. What I'm doing now is looking forward to how it's going to be doing at different screenings. It should be screening at Kingston in January. And there are many other festivals that are coming up that it will be screened at. So I'm hoping that it does well. That's pretty much what's next for it. Just seeing how it does on the festival circuit. And eventually we will get a spot on our local television station to show it. I wanted to talk about this project because it it was intense. I really enjoyed working with the crew. I really enjoyed directing the animation as opposed to animating for a change. It was good to exercise that production experience and knowledge and exercise my directing skills with with you know with regards to animation. Normally, when I'm directing animation, it's a very small team, you know one or two persons. This was the first time directing like 15 plus people, and it was good. It was good, I, I held up. I'm definitely looking forward to more projects like this, and I'm definitely encouraging other people to, you know, put your projects out there. Jamaica needs to produce more. You know, we're a small island, nobody really knows us. Anything that comes out of uh, Jamaica is gonna be considered niche, but we have stories to tell, And if we keep telling them, the world will notice. Anyway, guys, that's it for me. If there's anything you want to ask me about Agwe or, you know, more about what the production on it was like, just leave a comment and I will respond. All right, guys, take care.